Welcome to another episode of Education of the Heart. So remember, education is moving from your head to where it matters, your heart, ultimately giving meaning in our lives. I teach a course at BYU-Idaho called Assistive Technology. Students at the beginning of the year come up with five things they want to learn with the course. And this semester, I'm going to interview these students to assess their education of their hearts to ultimately learn how their hearts have changed. The process of educating the heart has three stages. The question, the search, and then the fruits of the education of your heart. So I'm here with Ryan today. And Ryan, so tell us, at the beginning of the semester, you said there were some things you wanted to learn about assistive technology. How did that go? It went like when I started the class, I really thought I really thought I was going to learn more about like what assistive technologies are out there. And I did, but I, f- I felt like I learned more about the process of getting assistive technology and, like, the legal, like, protections and stuff you've got for getting assistive technology into the hands of students. And it was, it was cool. I, it was definitely not what I expected out of this class, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so you had a student that had a hard time accessing things, and she used a lot of switches. Yeah. Tell us how that shaped the learning of your heart. Well, so this, uh, just for anybody who's listening, uh, this is for another class, and we work with students who, uh, who have disabilities, and we work with them and make an IEP and stuff. And this student, she's very, very, very little functioning. She's nonverbal. She can maybe move her hands in about an 8-inch circle away from her sitting lap position. So communication with her was like, near impossible. Um, so we really had to try and work at a system that she could use to just call her parents. We started with the basics and we were using little switches, little buttons that could record messages. So in simply, we just made them record mom and dad. And we were trying to help her to recognize, oh, these buttons call mom and dad. And these is, we were just trying to get that basic fundamental communication down with her, which... That was an experience. Like, it took everything I knew about special education and made me break it down to the basic fundamentals of, like, this student needs to be able to call her parents, which was very interesting, to say the least. Yeah. I love it. So how did AT help your student? (laughs) It made, uh, honestly, AT, AT made anything possible with this student. If it were just her... Very little could actually be done. Um, AT made any form of communication possible. Like we used, we, we didn't really use any high tech AT devices. It was like a PVC tray or like a stand or a holder, whatever you want to call it, that was holding the buttons, and the buttons would have those pre recorded messages. And those made it so she could ask for the thing she's wanted. And we, we were able to get data that between two choices, she could choose which one she preferred. Um, and some days she had good days. Some days she's had off days. Some days one arm would be more tense and more stiff than the other. So she could do more with it. But even so we were able to use tech, just the AT devices to figure out what she can do and what she is processing, which was just awesome. It was cool. I love it. Another thing you wanted to learn about is how to do alternative methods 
to access the computer. Probably didn't need it for this student. No. Uh, I'd be surprised if she could understand what was going on in computer. But honestly, I because the real my one of my questions was how can you access a computer if you can't like if you can't use your hands or if you can't like if you've got really bad cerebral palsy or something like that and first person comes to mind is Stephen Hawking of course but the AT devices that you know I was able to discover throughout the semester were like were like the head mouse where you've got that cool little headset when you move your head it moves the mouse I wish I had one of those because it'd make life easier for me because I'm lazy but <laughs> there was that there's also just uh like using voice activation and stuff like that very early in the semester there was that one student and she was uh what was her major again she's, oh, she's a computer engineering yeah major. yeah and she showed us how to activate like just how to control phones via voice and stuff like that and i like talking so you'd think i would have been able to figure that out myself so but yeah, so those were a couple ones here. I gotta I actually have a piece of paper that <laughs> I wrote with notes on it. Not very helpful right now. Yeah. So those those were those are kind of what I saw. I love it. So through this boring college class and the information in your head that has moved to now your heart, the importance of learning, assistive technology can improve students' quality of life. How, have you seen that? I have seen it. And improve the quality of life is kind of a... I, I thought it was a mis, not a misleading statement, but it actually... I don't think it covers what it actually means to improve their quality of life. Because inherently their quality of life is is less than a regularly functioning person. If anything, assistive technology is just giving them the ability to catch up to what we're doing. And... To me, it almost feels like a right that they deserve. Like, they deserve to be at least to where we are, if not having a better situation than us. And that's what assistive technology does. If, if, if all we can do is get them to be on the same level as a, as a functioning human being, then that's it. And that's their right to have it. I love it. Okay, yeah. so one final question. How has your education of the heart helped you with your testimony of Jesus Christ? It's been really humbling, actually. I, this is the first semester that I have had actual contact with students with disabilities. And I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think I've had other classes where I've seen them. But I had really low-functioning students this semester. And it's to me, it's humbling. It made me want to be better for them. Like, we all have faults. I'm, I'm a person. And honestly, just being around these students made me think, man, I want to be a better person myself because these kids are just uh, going back to that student I was working with all semester. She's one of the happiest kids I've ever met. And she's she doesn't know any she doesn't know what's going on most of the time. And I don't know. I just thought if she can be happy being in her situation, I can be happy in mine and I can do better to help them have a higher quality of life. That's cool. It's been a cool semester. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ryan, for a great semester. And we'll see you next time.